Let's all go to the lobby. 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 To get ourselves a treat. Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Shakedown, the weekly podcast that functions as a grab bag for all things film. I'm your host, Kyle Craigbaum. And I'm your other host, Jordan Dennis. This week, we are joined by a very special guest. He's back in the studio, Harsh Jazz. The man, the myth, the legend. It's been too long. I'm super excited to be back. We got we got you back for the Halloween. I yes. think the last time you were on was the last Halloween. Was it killed? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> we had the we had the glass case ready with with the signal to call you and like yeah, I saw the signal, signal, I just a Halloween movie you. came out. We like oh gotta get him. <laughs> also, if you guys hear singing in the background, our roommate is practicing for his college recital today. So. Tell him how beautiful he sounds in the comments below. <laughs> the comments on Anchor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Send us an email. I don't know. But. I don't know. Yeah, my email, my email is gofuckyourself at gmail.com. At AOL.com. <laughs> at hotmail.com. Um, how you guys doing? Good, good. Fucking, it's cold out. In a, getting freezing. In a spooky, silly mood. Yeah! Goofy, silly, <laughs> a, little, a little bit rambunctious. <laughs> in a way. If, <laughs> have, you, have you watched anything lately? Um, like I said earlier, I've been, I watched The Exorcist for the first time, great, great movie. Yep. Um, and just lean up to Halloween Ends, just, uh, all the David Gordon Green new trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very nice. I, would, what about you, Jordan? What's Coraline for the first oh, time with you guys? Okay. We showed you Coraline. I, I think it's really good. I fucking can't stand Coraline. Like what? as a, I think she's a little bitch. Hey. And I think she, yeah. No, no, no. Listen, she's her fucking attitude just rubs me the wrong way, and I hate her shitty parents. And so I'm like not super invested in the mission to save them. I kind of wish they had died. <laughs> also, I simply would have brought a gun to the fight with the spider mom. That's just me. She is like what nine years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you never used to. You never too young to start. Okay. Um, but no, other than that, like it obviously it like looks fantastic. Like that style of stop motion. Uh, Ages so Henry Selick, fucking Wendelin Wild. We've gotten two weeks, which also looks awesome. fucking great. Yeah, it does. Um, what else? I the, I've just been rewatching a lot of horror movies, showing them to our yeah. roommates. Rewatched Hereditary, obviously a perfect horror film. Yeah, the movie fucks. Shining and Doctor Sleep, two of my favorites. Don't Breathe, awesome. Um, I want to mention uh, She-Hulk came to a close. I'm more of a Don't Breathe 2 guy, actually. No, you are not. No. (laughs) Uh, She-Hulk came to a close with such an embarrassing finale. Did you finish it? Like, you watched all of it? Yeah. Oh, you're one of those people. Motherfucker sat down and watched all of She-Hulk. I hate watched it with a group. I did not watch it by myself. So you hate women. Yes. Yeah, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, do you want to do you want to go on go on a little tirade real quick about how you feel about women? I I keep, I, I keep seeing this idea online that like She Hulk is like defying expectations and really yeah by being shit. Yeah, it's really, it's really sticking it to the like the like nerds and the misogynistic like you know which exist obviously they exist, but this show handles it by going hey. Losers. Uh, if if you want to watch an actual like feminist Marvel show, watch fucking Miss Marvel yes. that came out like a, a month before. That show's really cute Fantastic. and like nobody watched it. Do you know anything about the end of She Hulk? Like what they do? With Something it? about a, I saw like a little clip, like a fourth wall break with like like the um 
the VFX team, like a little shot of the VFX team, that's all I know. Yeah. It's like a GLaDOS robot that's supposed to be Kevin Feige. Spoilers for She-Hulk. She, like, she breaks the fourth wall so hard she, like, exits the show and goes to Marvel Studios because she doesn't like the direction of the script. Well, at least she's relatable to the audience in that way. And they basically admit the whole episode, uh, the whole show has been a bunch of bullshit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How does the fourth wall break feel throughout the, the entirety of the show it's it's really like lazy attempts at fourth wall breaking mm-hmm. and then they just completely shatter it and they're like oh why are we doing such a cliched villain plot even though like that's what you've been setting up for like the whole season mm-hmm. it's like just like really insulting yeah the jab at the visual effects is is in poor taste considering you know i think it uh i think it also makes a lot of sense that the creator of the show is the the woman who wrote the pickle rick episode <laughs> of rick and morty cuz the show like she hulk from what i've heard i only watched the daredevil episode um but Special. from what i've heard it has that same level of like like rick and morty has always been like so cynical for its own good like you can't get invested in anything cuz the show doesn't care yeah. so like why should you care so it's it sounds like the same thing where like if the show's just like, oh, this is just a bunch of goofy bullshit, like, then the what, what the fuck was I like, here for the past eight weeks for or like whatever? I've, I've already fallen completely out of love with, like, meta humor the last couple of years. The ripple effects of Deadpool have never been recovered. Yeah, yeah. De- yeah, yeah. They, they have not. And, and then this one, it's so lazy with it. It'll be like, she'll turn to the camera like, this is when the A plot and the B plot meet. It's like, wow. It's like, wow, what an astute observation. You were in Fleabag. What the so, fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, so, so anyway, She-Hulk, one and a half out of five. <laughs> it's absolute poopy eh. shit garbage. I hate it. Doo-doo. And if if that's because I hate women, okay. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, so. Talking uh, about real cinema now? Yeah, Kino, baby. <laughs> so, on Peacock and in theaters, Halloween Ends released the final film in the David Gordon Green sequel Halloween trilogy. There was Halloween in 2018, 18, 18, yeah. which we all agree is awesome. Good awesome movie. Fantastic. Love it. Um, Halloween Kills, we are divided on. Yes, we'll, sir. We'll split. Our guest over here likes it. We'll never understand the vitriol behind that movie. I I watched it again recently just yeah. to see, like, yeah. you know, how does it hold up to this day? Some of the best times I've had at it, the theater. It, it's me. I'm the vitriol. That movie stinks <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you. I've seen some of the clips online recently, and I'm like, maybe this movie's funnier than I than I gave it credit for initially. Because I fucking it's the clip of him like kicking the car the door, door, the door, and it hits the that lady with the gun. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's kind of fun. I don't know. But I, I think my biggest issue with that movie is Laurie gets fucking benched for most of it. Which, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get also get into with this. But like, yeah, I, I think, yeah. Well, it feels like a filler chapter apart from setting up thematically, like, elements that will carry over and it ends. Yeah. Which we'll get to, but, um, you want to give a plot synopsis for, for Halloween Ends? Yeah, so... You what know, the trailer shows you. Oh, uh, Lori and Michael are fighting. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a climactic showdown between the two of them, and it's, it's, it's Halloween's ending, baby! Yeah, so... Spoiler free is going to be a little short here because um, like the, the, pretty much most of the movie is, is, not, is shown. not shown in, in the trailers or anything. But this movie is getting a large amount of hate online, even more so than Kills. Oh, yeah. Unwarranted. I don't agree. Unwarranted. In fact, I think that this is better than Kills. Not as good as 2018, but 
I found this to be ambitious enough that the flaws are like lessened. Like I liked what it was trying to do, and even though it wasn't perfect, I, I thought yeah. it was really corny and silly a lot of the time. But I thought that it was really going for it. I I, I really appreciate. I, that. I think a lot of like what it has to say thematically kind of justifies the ends to the means with kills. Where it's kind of like, okay, I kind of get why that movie was made in order to set up a lot of the stuff in here about, like, mob mentality and, like, the sickness of, of evil can, like, uh, infect anyone, you know what I mean? Yep. I, I, yeah. I, I really enjoy how, if you watch this movie as a as a whole, as one large story, it really does feel very cohesive. And you can tell the same, the creative team really did put a lot of thought and love and care into this. And that's why I really... Like enjoyed about David Gordon Green and company's run with these movies. And while this movie is certainly a big swing, not all of it lands, but mm -hmm. what what lands, lands hard, and it's, yeah. it's done super well. And with this movie, I really like how the pieces that are there are great on their own. You know, yeah. There's Laurie, there's Michael, and there's a few other characters. I love what they're doing. I just wish that they were stitched together. A little bit more, like like a little more like inter like characters had more to do with each other. Exactly, yeah. It felt like a lot of the plots in this in these movie or in this movie were very sectioned off, mm -hmm. and then when it came down to the climax, they're like, okay, how do we how do we yeah. put this all together? How do we make Laurie and Michael face off? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, let's just do this. But I still, at the end of the day, end of the day, enjoyed what I was watching. So yeah, you know what I think my biggest issue with this trilogy as a whole is I think they should have just kept Halloween two canon. I don't know. I, because, I, like, I feel like after the first movie, it kind of loses the thread of the conflict between... Like, like Lori and Michael, like, it's still there, but it's not front and center. And that's kind of, like, what we're there for. And I feel like if you keep that, like... Uh, two's the one where it's revealed that she's his sister, right? Yeah. I think, like, if you keep that element, it, it at least, like... You have a reason why why they keep like running into each other because if it's just like she's just some girl that escaped him like sixty years ago like like Lori has every reason to be obsessed with Michael but Michael doesn't really have a reason to be obsessed with Lori I I just think the idea of him not having a motive whatsoever is like more horrifying than him true going true. after his family if I was to list my two biggest problems with this movie without spoiling. One, while I like, in this movie specifically, what they do with Lori, I think where she ends ends and kills to the where she ends up and ends feels a little strange. Or I like, think the time jumps a little weird. I think it's a little bit warranted because, I guess spoilers for kills, um, at the end of Halloween Kills... Lori has the realization that Michael is not after her. You know, mm -hmm. it was Dr. Sartain from Halloween 2018. Yeah. And Michael doesn't have a motive. She was just, she was there. Yeah. And I feel like the time jump is makes sense because we find Lori in a place where she's moved on. She realized that Michael is not after her. So or at she, least she thinks she has. She thinks. True. And that, that overlooming fear that Michael's coming is gone. He's right. what? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I feel like the time jump makes sense for Lori's character, that, but okay. it kind of establishes like a like a bit of a false like peace. Yeah, that's like, that's, uh, that's fair. I like, yeah. The the other thing I'll say is, 
I don't love what they do with Allison in this movie. Yeah, I, I, I she had more to do. I, I think they she needed more to do, and also they make her act unrealistically oblivious to very weird happenings. Uh, that her, is, yeah. Her, her relationship to a certain character reminded me so much of Anakin and Padme in Attack of the Clones. Because, like, <laughs> without spoilers, without, like, naming the character, like, this guy is doing so much fucked up shit. And you just keep giving him chances yeah. for no reason. Yeah. But other than that, like, yeah, I did, uh, and I, I'll get into the stuff I liked and didn't like in spoilers, but but I thought that this um, connected more than I thought. I was not excited for this movie, and partially that's because the trailers were so fucking vague, and now I understand why the yeah. trailers were so vague, but the trailers weren't inspiring much, like, excitement yeah. mm-hmm. for me. But, you know... It ends up being a fairly satisfying conclusion to this trilogy for me. This this trilogy is very much like a Goldilocks situation for me. Like, Halloween, great. Fantastic. Kills. This is, like, somewhere in the middle. Like, it it, it, it has more on its mind. It's, it's a much, like... It's a much slower movie than Quiet Kills. Movie. Yeah. Quiet. Like, it's, it's more... Where Kills is more kind of like your classic, like, slasher... Yeah. Like kill Boss fest, to the wall. It's like yeah. Zero to this is way more like psychological, kind of dealing with like the aftermath of something like mm-hmm. that. And I, I, I respect, I respect that it, it goes for that for sure. Agreed. And before we get into spoilers, the opening scene of this movie probably the best in the trilogy. I like the opening scene a lot. I, I was not expecting that it. scene. Yeah, yeah. So much, but it's just, really, it's, it's really great. Good. It's a really great cold it, opening. It's a, yeah, great way to get you in in the mood for what's to come. So yeah. yeah. And the thematic element of this movie is immediately clear. Like, I mean, I simply would have survived that fall. But okay, that's just me. I, maybe I'm just built different. I don't know. Fucking. I think we need to hop into spoilers yeah, here because yeah. there's a lot to talk about. Um, for me, this is a solid three out of five. I agree. Three out of five. Three and a half out of five. Fair. Okay. Fair. So. What the trailer does not show you is that the main players in this movie are not Laurie, not Michael. It's a new guy this, named... This movie's all Corey? about, a, all about a man named Corey. Corey Cunningham. Corey Cunningham. Greatest character name of all time. The cold open is him. He's just a high school student. Halloween, Halloween night. Halloween night. The 2019. Night 2019, actually. Oh, the night of... Yeah, it takes place a year after Kills. Right. Um, and, yeah, he's babysitting a kid. He's a high school student. Mm-hmm. And during... He's actually... He's 21. Alright, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 this is, this is why we bring you on. Like, <laughs> and, and during a scuffle he has with a kid, a kid the kid, like, is kid's a little, like fucking with he's like, him. He's like, yeah, he's just pranking him. And like, he, like, locks him in the door, and, and Casey, uh, Corey, Corey starts freaking out and, like, busts open the door and knocks the kid over the balcony. As the, as the parents walk in, they see the stupid little fuck Jeremy just plop and break his neck on impact and die immediately. Crazy intro. And then the way the camera zooms in onto Corey's uh-huh. face, and then you get the hard cut to Halloween end. It's like, oh man, I, 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 I love the choice to use the uh, season of the witch. Oh my god, that's what? that's, that's fun. I love the um the what they did with the pumpkins. Yes, and how it's a perfect representation. Everyone's of, a pumpkin. Everyone. Oh, DJ, fuck. It's a perfect representation of the theme of a, of how evil changes shape and how it just yep. keeps growing and growing. And I love. Did that. you also see how they use the Halloween three font? Yeah, yeah. It oh, was. I just said that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker does not listen to me. I. <laughs> Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, top tier, yeah, top tier movie. Rocks. It goes yeah. hard. And then, yeah, this movie, as it goes on, Laurie is the supporting character in Corey's story. Mm-hmm. Like, which is very interesting to bring in a brand new character to the conclusion of a trilogy, which I, 
I have to. I have nothing but respect for it because I think it's such a bold it's choice. It's such a bold choice. I, I think it's interesting. I I don't know if maybe I would have preferred maybe kind of flipping it, making it Lori and Corey kind of more of the supporting player, and having Allison take the lead. Maybe I just I. I, what I find so compelling about these movies is the conflict between Laurie and Michael. I think that is a really interesting dynamic. And I think, like, while I respect this movie for exploring, like, other ideas, I just, I wish I had gotten a little more of what I came to see. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it doesn't really come in until the end, where, like, and pretty much everything they show you in the trailer is, like, the final... Like 15, 20 minutes of the film. And it seems like that's where a lot of people are falling, but a lot more negatively. Yeah, like it doesn't ruin like it doesn't ruin the experience for me. Like I still think in a vacuum, it's a good movie. I just I just I kinda wish like cause especially since it's like the big conclusion to yeah. this whole thing, like I don't know, like Lori and Michael's conflict feels like a bit of an afterthought. And I'm kinda mm-hmm. like, I wish it had taken a little more center stage. My favorite thing that they do is with Corey and what what they do thematically with that kind of uh, is is someone born a killer or, or are they made are they made well, by does a killer look you in the eye and give you the killer's disease well that too do you oh yeah, question whenever Michael grabs Corey by the throat yeah. and is looking into him what do you guys think is happening? Like, psych- Mike, do you think Michael, it's psychological? Ma- Michael sees his eyes and he sees himself in his eyes it's, it's like a Rango moment like he sees a killer and that's why he lets yeah. him go. Like he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you're like me. That's what, yeah, okay. Because I saw some people thinking it was like some supernatural element. It's the way it's edited that I think can give a. If this was like canon with like the movies where Michael was getting like resurrected by a then, druid, yeah, it would sure, be. I would think it's like a supernatural element. But I think it's literally just they have a moment of like recognition yeah. where they see like Mike. I think Michael sees the killer in Corey. And Corey sees the human in Michael. I, I do you wish know they what made I mean? that a little bit more clear. To uh, me. Yeah. At first I thought... It's uh, confusing. Yeah, at first I thought that they were going the supernatural route. I was like, yeah. oh, this is interesting. But then the movie doesn't do anything to indicate yeah. that. I was like, oh, but okay. then, But then, yeah, going through the process of like... He did not mean to kill this kid, but then for years and years, the, he's called a monster. Yeah, the town of Haddonfield is just like, they need a new Michael. So they, exactly. they choose Corey. So and that's they, they really made like him into a new Michael. Exactly. And I really like how, if you look from afar, this trilogy is really focusing on Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. How, especially in, in Kills, like everyone's like a caricature, right? Everyone's this huge, like, out of... Yeah. More than life character. And then um, they just get fucking wrecked at yeah. the end, right? And then you see the after... The fucking band peaks. <laughs> you, you see the after effects in Kills and how you get that little montage of Michael's effect on Haddonfield after Kills and how yeah. this town's kind of just like seeping with like, you know, grief and anger. Like and everyone's just so pissed and like looking, yeah. looking yeah. to start fighting. It's like a rot at the center yeah. of Yeah, and, so, and once they find... My, uh, Corey, they just bag on him, right? Like he, you're the new killer. You're Michael. It's like they don't explicitly say that, but that's just like thematically what they're going for. That's what I really liked about. They the don't want to. They don't want to look in the mirror. They they want to bl- blame a scapegoat. What, what I will say is, I, I feel that um, the time jump makes us some things a little bit rushed. I think Corey's transformation from like a scared kid to a serial killer definitely needed more time. Is is a bit rough. That was definitely one of my big issues with the movie. I just like, wish it was more but like more when gradual. I when I saw that he was like luring that guy to Michael's cave, I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Are we on? <laughs> oh, like, hang on. <laughs> because for the first act, it's just like Corey has the worst luck of any human being ever. Yeah, it's like um you, have you guys seen the movie Christine with uh, No. Because um, if uh, reading before like leading up to the movie, 
David Gray Green was saying how Christine is, has a huge effect on this movie. And it's definitely, like, this movie is basically if Christine was set on Halloween night. Mm. The the main character's name in uh, Christine is Arnie Cunningham. Corey Cunningham. Oh, oh like, he, I see. He has, like, a very similar... And that's uh, a Carpenter, right? Carpenter movie. Oh, yeah. So it's like if Michael Myers was a car. On, yeah. Okay, honestly, cool. it is. Very cool. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Where were we before I, I don't know. said some bullshit? I, I, like, we were just, yeah, like, his his transformation mm-hmm. is a, li- a little rushed. Um, and, oh, and when when you get to that kill with uh, the doctor and the nurse, mm-hmm. it did feel a little little odd with Corey kind of, like, enjoying it's a it. a little scene, though. It, great scene. I just wish we got more with Corey's gradual descent into becoming a psycho. I think he could have done more, like, team-up with him and Michael. Like, Michael they're, kind of, they're Michael kind of showing him the ropes a little yeah, bit. Batman like, and Robin Because uh, my, my also interpretation of that moment where they look at each other is I think Michael knows, like, like being so wounded from kills, I think he knows that he doesn't really have much time left. Mm-hmm. Like, his mortality, whatever that is like for him... And I think he's like, I need, like, a protege. Like, I need to pass this on what to someone. What think of whenever Michael was hitting his little juju dance whenever he killed the cop? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? That, I, I thought the, that was the weirdest shit ever. He was I've getting sturdy with it. He was like, like, I was like, what? Um, Michael Myers, you, he emoted. Were you like us, and there, there's a scene where it goes from Corey killing someone, and it cuts to a motorcycle? <laughs> Did you think Michael was on the I motorcycle? Like, yeah. Holding him, like, like at the <laughs> Waste, like, <laughs> I really thought that's great. <laughs> oh man, you know what? This would this movie would have been a five out of five if it was like a romance story between oh, yeah. Corey and Michael. Oh, yeah. But yeah, some of like the shots, it's so evocative of him riding with Allison on the bike yeah. and the neon. It, it like and it's you know it, it creates this kind of romant romantic Rebe- horror rebel vibe. without a cause. Yeah, kind of, like kind of almost deals. like vampiric horror. Yeah, yeah. but like. There's so much here that's so evocative that I wish I, like, loved everything, even though I, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate what it does. And I definitely wish we got more time with Allison mm-hmm. and yeah. Corey and their relationship. Because so many times, like, by the end of the movie, you're just supposed to believe that Allison will do anything for Corey. She's, like, madly in love and with this like, guy that uh, she just met. Yeah. Like, you went to a Halloween party. Like, you've known each other she, for, like, a week. See, for the most part, I love the, the what they do with, like, eyes, like, seeing, yeah, not seeing yeah. humanity, except the scene where they meet the the dad of the dead kid at pool. That was... <laughs> and he's like, he's like, it's all in the eye. Like, he, it's, like, way too on the nose. He just, like, like spells like, the theme out, out loud to the audience. Did. Yeah, just in case you guys didn't know. I, I didn't love that. But then you get... To the climax, the third act, with Corey going on a rampage. That that junkyard scene, I thought Brutal. was executed good shit. beautifully. Brutal. Loved good it, shit. loved it. When that little fucking uh, the main uh, bully, yeah. the most brutal kill I've seen with the blowtorch into the mouth. That's fantastic, and awesome. the fact that they don't focus on it. Yeah, like you just see her, the, the reaction of the girl trapped underneath the fence. I think sells it even more. Yep. But yeah, love that. And then he goes to Lori's. This this whole thing. Well, before um, he go, goes to Lori, we get the little falling out between Allison and Lori. Yeah, and because Al, Lori does not trust because she also sees Corey's eyes. She sees Michael and him. Yeah, and and but Allison likes Corey clearly. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so they have a falling out. And then Lori's, what you think is Lori's last few moments, calls nine one one, pulls out the gun, saying I'm reporting a suicide. Yeah. and then you get the POV shot. And then bang, and then you see 
blood splatter, you know, quotes of blood. Yeah. Doors open. Gotta really kill myself. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> that's, my, that's my Lori. She's got the Thule on her. Yeah, and she executes Corey. Well, he, he's not even dead yet. No, yeah. Fucker yeah. got, what, two shots in the chest. Oh, yeah. All the way to the ba- like, from the band. And that's just down. psychopath thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right he's built different. <laughs> and then the real Michael shows I up. I think... I think I would have preferred if Michael had killed Corey. That would have been... I don't know. I think that would have been really cool. Like, imagine... Well, he ultimately does. I, yeah. I, well, because then he stab yeah. himself. Yeah, but then he's still alive, remember? And then you get the... Oh, fuck yeah, check. you're right. So I completely forgot does. about that. Yeah. yeah you're right. All right. I take that back. Yeah, but yeah, and then you get what you actually came for. Yeah, the, 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 the climax. The which you know what? I I actually really like the final fight between Laurie and Michael. It's not I as think. bombastic as you'd expect. No, it's, 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 it's two not. old people just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Listen, the crucifixion on countertop is fantastic. Like, what do they do? She drops yeah. a fridge on him. She slits his wrist. Allison like breaks his hey, arm. That shot of um, Laurie and Michael's bloody hands slowly departing. Yeah. I think it's a perfect sign so for this trilogy. And yeah. It's just, the way the, yeah. the shot looks was just so, yeah. so beautiful. Listen, when she slits her throat, I was like, nice. And then she goes for the wrist and slits like, it. I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, you, gotta, you gotta make sure with this guy. This And then they, they throw him into a fucking, uh, well, they, they do the, I, I thought the scene was really cool. The, the, the funeral procession of, like, yeah. the town, like, Finally, like putting this fucking monster. Because what, what's to so rest. what's so good about that specific one is that's a theme that they don't spell out. They yeah. don't feel the need to, but like the town healing by watching him get dragged. Yeah, through, like, like, really like you moment. need to see this thing die. And then they throw him in a goddamn like car. Yeah, thing, and you see a skull pop. It and, just yeah. bursts oh. like a. That fucking... is the most probably one of the most definitive slasher kills. Oh yeah, that dude is of... that dude is not coming back. He's <laughs> liquid. I think if they're ever gonna do another Halloween movie, reboot, you gotta reboot right. it. Yeah. yeah, and then they end it very quiet, very like very similar to peaceful. the original film. With you get different shots of Michael's ha- or mm-hmm. Haddonfield, and then in this movie, it ends with the final shot of Laurie's room with Michael's mask. I thought that was really poetic. Yeah, because she's still she's still holding on to that no. to that, but in a way, but she's she's let go. This movie this movie is very poetic. Mm-hmm. In a way. It, it almost reminds me of The Last Jedi in that it refuses to do anything easily. Or, like, it, it, like, does not go the route that the audience will love. It goes the route that it thinks is best for the story. Yes. And I and I totally respect that. I just wish that there were more... There's more connective tissue between Agreed. plot threads. Agreed. It feels a little, um... A little choppy, especially in the second act. Things go... It goes from, you know... Point A to point B. It's like, whoa, where? Yeah, what's, what's, what's going on? This here? was a show I kind of, or a movie I flipped uh, between like liking and not really liking a few times, and then by the end, I I left like, okay, I like where one hundred percent agree. Yes. Yeah, but I will always prefer like in like a decent, ambitious like swing than like the same old same. Yeah. Old. And I gotta give a shout out to the score for this movie. It's good. I really it's love really the score good. for this movie. It has is a, it also a Carpenter? Yeah, Carpenter, the nice. son, and then I believe it's his godson. Um, nice. There's a new little motif that they do with this movie. Um, it, it, it just, it, I think it's Corey's theme, basically. It's mm-hmm. really, really well done. And, and it's, I feel like comparing it to Kills in 2018, this one's a lot easier to listen to. Yeah. And it gets yeah. you more, it's more atmospheric and fits the scenes really well. The movie in general is just more atmospheric yeah, and like a, a specific vibe. Mm-hmm. It's going the first it. few shots of kids trick-or-treating on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. I love it. Yeah, so I think that this movie is probably one that's going to get a reevaluation in 
five years or so. Yeah, definitely. Like like all these others do. Like mm-hmm. most of the Halloween movies have been through. We've already been through it with Halloween three. Got oh, a reval. Yeah. Both both Rob Zombie movies have gotten revals. No, no. From some, I, I'm just talking like broadly. They're they're wrong. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Halloween movies two are, is not oh. that bad. The 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 zombie one. Eh, the first 20, 30 minutes is fine. Yeah, it's better than the first zombie. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but um, oh Halloween six. I love Halloween six. I've never seen Halloween six. Oh, yeah, producers cut. I'll, Halloween three is where I'm like at. I'm like yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. But yeah, this movie is a six out of ten for me. Like. It's, mixed bag. I'm pretty. It's a mixed bag, but I like what is. I like what the positives definitely outweigh the negatives. Okay. And with the positives, they're so high for me. And with the negatives, they're not enough for me to dislike this movie. Right. Nothing like breaks the experience. It just makes some weird choices sometimes. I'm kind of like, huh. Hmm. But other than that, no. Yeah, it's 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 good shit. Good shit. Halloween truly ended. It ended. I say six, seven years we'll get a new reboot. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Like, space it out. If Zack like... Snyder made a Halloween movie, how how ecstatic would you be? Would you be over would, the fucking moon? Um, ascend to the heavens and never come back down. Yeah. Or... Um, so that's our Halloween Ends episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Of I know course. you love talking about these yes, movies. Yes, I do. Um, in six and seven years when we get another yeah. one we'll have you back on <laughs> yeah th- thank you so much for having me back of course next week we are going to be talking about the anticipated superhero blockbuster Woo! Black Adam and also maybe Ticket to Paradise if, if we have time big maybe <laughs> um but yeah, that's pretty much it. If you like the show, thank you so much for listening. You can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Shakedown, and you can follow me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at Kyle Craigbaum. That's K R I E G H B A U M. And you can follow me on Twitter at J underscore Dennis ninety nine, or at my name on Letterboxd, Jordan Dennis. And I'm on Instagram and Letterboxd as well. Um, I think it's just Harsh Chat as well. So yeah. Very nice. Well, thank you guys for stopping by, and uh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bye.